Welcome to the Queen Divas Queens of Fitness podcast. Join your hosts, three-time WBFF world champions and WBFF royalty, Alicia Gowans and Stephanie Ayala McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. Okay, so backing on from our last episode of the Queen Divas podcast, where we talked about, you know, game space and our growing Mm -hmm. states and things we're doing, we thought it would probably be an opportune time to talk about the fact that stepping into those sorts of periods, you're going to be doing maybe different styles of training, different loads, different rep ranges, different, you know, you're moving into a strength. And one of the biggest things that I know hits me at least for the first week of any phase that's new. For anyone that doesn't know what that is, you remember that one time back in band camp where, you know, no, but that, that period in your life where I'm sure this has happened because this happens to everybody. You did a leg day. You did you a leg day, walk. leg day from hell. Can't sit on and the then toilet. you got on the toilet like this, but two days later, Hand on either side of the wall. You can't walk down the stairs. You're like, I can't even sit. I can't do nothing. (laughs) Can't get up the couch. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts hurts just to have a sheet over your legs. Like, you you know how many people search for that, though, Allie? It blows my mind. How many people like think that the only way that they think that they're progressing is by those DOMS, right? And, and for those that don't understand what we're saying, DOMS are delayed on muscle soreness, okay? Yeah. So that's the acronym for DOMS. And what we're trying to refer to is the fact that these DOMS normally stay for a longer period of time, right? So if these DOMS you're looking for all the freaking time are the only way for oh. you to know that you're progressing, yeah. that actually is a bad sign because let me tell you that let's that your body is not adapting to the stimulus that you're applying in your training so we need to allow the body to adapt recover okay so a lot of the things we're going to be talking about today is about doms and recovery i think this is a very topic very big topic that we have to talk to our clients a lot and we want to share with all of you to make sure that you're not maybe overtraining or you know obviously maybe not doing enough because I feel like that's kind of also another thing we're searching for moms yeah and I think you know look it's great that you actually mentioned that because we wanted to discuss it because we wanted to discuss the fact that you know having a small amount of it and having it at the start of a new phase or a new block where there might be stimulus new exercises Mm -hmm. normal um, mm-hmm. what is the normal range of time frame? Well, look, it can last anywhere from, it can come on as early as eight hours after your session. And oh, I don't know about sure. you, Steph, but I have had powerlifting sessions, right? <laughs> Some of my powerlifting blocks when I did that comp right before COVID, I literally walked out the gym. Sore already. Sore already. I've already got, yeah. I've already, I'm already feeling. Gone. I've left the gym before. Literally. Yeah. I've left the gym, like from like, not even within 30 minutes of doing that exercise yeah. already feeling it because it was so overly stimulating to that yeah. muscle that I already feel how much more it's going to take to recover. You're, you're already thinking, shit. Oh, I already know. I'm not going to be able to go to the I'm toilet. Not be able to I'm walk. not going to I would get home like and this wasn't all the time guys like when you do a powerlifting block and Stephanie you know because you've lifted with strength blocks before too 
you don't feel this all the time. It's when you go for an overreach week. It's when you've got your, you know, RPE nine and you're going, yes. you've built up to that and then you go for the big loads and it might be a lift of only like say three reps, right? It's when you hit that and it's just this extreme central nervous system. Exactly what I was going to say. When you're right? nervous system, yes. it, uh, it like really tax and this really comes down. So like if you're doing heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, right? Like these big compound movements are going to really tax your CNS system. And when your CNS system is taxed and you're going to an RP of nine or 10, meaning like max rep, max weight, you're going to really be feeling it. And you're, that's really when we start feeling maybe that soreness will come on a lot sooner versus maybe that 24 hour delay or maybe 48 hour delay. You know, like, I think this is another thing that some people are like, oh, I didn't get sore. It's been 24 hours, but then they don't get sore until 48 hours. Exactly. It's actually quite normal, I think, yes. in the so case when your body's adapting. Yes, 24 body. hours to 48 hours is a very normal range for you to get that soreness. But then let's talk about maybe it's staying a little longer, right? Like That's maybe not good. When it's not it's not multiple days later that's where you kind your of your body is not right. adapting you're so not capable of it yeah. to adapt maybe your amount of energy you know in, in i was just gonna say the first thing you might look at in that case is okay well how trained am i am i mm-hmm. am i completely new to the gym so i might be overdoing it straight up um, you know, also how rel- like how new is this stimulus to me? Am I doing exercises I've never done before? Am I activating? Like it's a new block, it's a new training right? phase Correct. for sure. So that might also be impacting me. But lastly, and I think this is the thing that people just fail to contemplate is, am I actually well-fueled? Because mm. if I'm not well-fueled and my diet is lacking and my energy of recover literally in my boots, I'm not going to recover anyway. Nope. It's going to be a significantly... You need an abundance of calories to be able to actually fully recover. And if you're maybe in a deficit, mild deficit, or maybe just maintenance, your recovery may not be optimal, meaning you may need to supplement in a few things, which is actually one of the things that I would recommend for anybody that is maybe in a deficit or maybe not able to be above maintenance because you don't have that abundance of calories to help you recover. So muscle recovery is going to be really essential with essential amino acids, right? Like essential amino acids and protein are going to be the two things that are going to really help you recover much quicker. I would strongly recommend having creatine too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Creatine is a great, great recovery method and also endurance and strength, you know, increase during your session. But as far as amino acids, I feel like either glutamine, collagen, or just regular essential amino acids, right? Like a good little mix is going to help you. But protein, that's the number one key here that's going to help you recover those muscles much quicker. And I think, you know, a lot of people think that, um, DOMS is literally just a lactic acid buildup. And, and that's not <laughs> actually true. The no. exact mechanisms of DOMS isn't entirely perf- perfectly understood, but what it appears to be is a product of inflammation. So it's basically yes, exactly. microscopic tears you're making mm-hmm. in connective tissue, creating this inflammatory response, right? So, you know, people will go chasing this and think that, okay, well, that level of damage has to be there in order to have any kind of muscle Mm-hmm. But there's more and more evidence to support that that's not actually the case, right? So 
we want muscle damage, yes. There needs to be periods where you're having overreach and you might experience this, yes, or it might be the start of a new block. So there is that initial, right. initial dom space, yes. But you don't necessarily have to be chasing this and only this in every single session. And if it doesn't burn, you know, it's not working. I would argue that if that's what you're getting in every session, you're probably doing junk volume. You're probably yeah. doing a junk amount of volume with exercises that give you a burn, like booty banded based, you know, Goodness, stuff. That's exactly what I was going to mention. It gives you a burn, sure, but that does not equate to actual specific muscle growth. That mm -mm. feeling does not give you gains. It comes down to properly, properly, progressively loading. I think that Correct, one of the 100%. things that we like really neglect is just thinking like, oh, I got to do more volume. Because I understand like volume is normally going to be a good way for us to just increase our rep range, right? With the same amount of weight and increase maybe the doms through there. But doms aren't really going to come through that as much as weight increase. If you've increased your weight uh, from what you've been doing in the past, that normally sends you that bigger shock of soreness, whether if that was maybe one lift that you did and you increased weight and you hit a PR, you might feel doms from that muscle movement. Uh, so it's more about understanding, am I actually loading volume, you know, to expand the muscle? Am I increasing the load? Meaning, am I actually increasing weight? Um, all these things play a big factor. Increasing weight is normally one of the easier ways to feel doms if you're actually trying to feel them. But if you're trying to just, let's say, grow yeah, yeah. and think of DOMS as like a, a factor that's going to give you uh, the fact that you're actually growing. No, it's not the fact that you're growing. It just means that you've hit a stimulus that you're not used to and that you need to adapt to. So for me, I don't necessarily look for soreness every session. If it's the same exercise I'm used to hitting, okay, I actually look for something I can recover quickly yeah. and increase without getting that muscle soreness. So muscle soreness is great. And I get that a lot of us relate to it as a good feeling. Cause I think a lot of us at the beginning of our journey, we're like, soreness is great. Like, well, at the beginning, it's kind of like, oh, this sucks. Like yeah, this shit. Hurts. Have you noticed though over your years as you become progressively more and more of an advanced trainee, you you don't experience it. You just no, experience you it like you once did. You often. get it in but not as often about where it's like yeah. this random overreach, massive strength where you're lifting, you're ripping shit from the ground that's you know, you're doing PB type stuff. That's where you might get it. And even then you don't get it crippling you like you did back in the days where the toilet was this exactly. situation once again. You know, exactly. it, it definitely decreases. But, you know, the research and the evidence shows that basically the more frequently you train or load, the better the body responds and the less likelihood that DOMs are actually something that you're going to experience. So, you know, you'd argue that if you're frequently, if you're training more and there's more frequency and you're getting less DOMS as a result of that because of adaptation, does that therefore then mean you're not growing muscle because you're not experiencing DOMS? No, it's not. No, and no <laughs> it's not. And, and this is why I always sort of say to people where they're like, like you'll get women that just want this junk volume and they want a program because they feel a burn. And then when they feel the burn, they think they're growing. And I'm like, 
Let me just promise you something, you know, let's pull it back. High intensity does not mean muscle growth. Please, people, hit does not mean you are burning (laughs) muscle and fat or however your mind makes you think like, oh my God, I'm not doing such an intense workout that I'm not burning fat, you know, and I'm not building enough muscle. I think that's the big misconception, like kind of what you're referring to at the moment. When you actually pull it back and you make a, you know, a far more structured approach to your growth and you have like say a four-day split versus a seven-day freaking you know, <laughs> bashing give yourself you actually have the capacity to load more push further get more intense in each of the sessions with more you know Amen, more strategy yes. more focus more purpose more intensity and then you have greater time to recover and what you're actually getting then is this ability to have you know ultimate tears ultimate muscle damage with recovery that allows for better, better growth right um so i would always argue challenge yourself if you have a misconception that you know pain equals growth because it really doesn't like this this whole concept of burning is not you know shown there is absolutely no evidence to support the burning or feeling burning or in your pain. Exactly. exactly. Going to equate. It's, it's actually opposite. They've, they've shown that it's hurting you. It's yeah, hurting your nervous 100%. system. You can't adapt. You can't recover. Recovery is a part of us growing. When we're just yeah, trying definitely. to grow, 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 how is the muscle really going to grow if you don't allow it to recover, right? Yeah, like you're right. breaking it down, kind of how we're referring to those micro tears, right, Ali? Like you're saying, yeah. we're micro tearing it you know it's really feeling um really really tired it's not getting that you know recovery which is normally why we feel the doms but we're not eating enough food and when, we're you, normally- think, when you think right i don't know if you've ever thought about this when you think about the the situations or mechanisms where people have you know severe doms so when you're looking at marathon runners when you're looking at sprinters when you're looking at triathlons when because if you've ever done a triathlon i used to do triathlon <sighs> holy shit the doms are fucking real and you are literally sore for days right with your nervous system that is so they're all really high doms based you know sports do you look at any of those sports and consider them to be mass growing jacked kind of athletes no no i don't know a single marathon runner that has i know zero physique you know what i mean like so it, it kind of almost made and i have i've coached me. boston marathon runners i've coached yeah. some big marathon yeah. runners over here i've coached some triathletes and let me tell you their body types is not very different exactly and their calories yeah. that they have to intake has to be through the roof Crazy. to not burn through muscle because of how much they're actually expending and how much they're taxing their cns system so yes like like oh my god i really really implore for anybody that's trying to just search for soreness or expenditure or a number when they're training right because i feel like some people even yeah. try to look at a calorie expenditure for resistance training which i find is the most idiotic thing honestly because that is just dumb to me right like it's just you're training to build muscle not to burn calories yeah the muscle you're building is gonna burn calories for you it's not that you need to burn calories while you're building the muscle or while you're trying to resistance train you need to actually resist 
the weight, which would mean controlling your heart rate, right? Like, so a, a weight that you can control versus someone thing that you can't control, like those higher weights mm-hmm. that you're just rushing the weight through the range of motion. Yeah. You're probably going to get some dumps through there, but if you actually control weight leading up to a higher resistance, yeah. you're going to actually be able to not have the dumps like that. And you are growing, you are expanding the muscle, but you're not going to be getting those dumps because you're not going rapidly through a fast fiber twitch type of, you know, fast twitch fiber. That's going to give you this effect of like a different type of soreness, which I find those two fibers when we're going through them, right. Fast or slow, right. We're going to be experiencing different type of doms as well from the weight that we've lifted. I don't know about you either, but man, when you have those really bad doms days, it doesn't motivate you to go into the gym and train and you can't go oh, into the gym and get, get actually the same level of intensity out of your next session like you it hurts you <laughs> yeah it hurts like, you they think a high level of soreness is a badge of honor or you know this mechanism for gains but it's really not you know like high high levels of soreness are actually considered to be quite detrimental because it's a sign that you're not effectively recovering the body can't even repair itself adequately so yeah which muscle grow tear repair Tear, yeah, tear, 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 exactly. One thing that I find a lot of people will get just in this victimology type of mentality, like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't go to the gym because I've had that too, right? <laughs> like, they're like just so scared to go hit away because they're so sore. I'm like, look, you got to kind of overcome soreness, right? Yeah. Through actually getting blood yeah. flow into when, that. When you're, especially when you're in new training, because they, exactly they, what I'm referring to. Like, so bad. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I related to that when I kind of got out of post COVID when I like had to deal with COVID and I couldn't train for a month and it was literally four weeks. I felt like a newbie. I felt like a deer walk right now in (laughs) week of my new phase where I'm doing, I'm starting, I'm obviously adjusting things for this trimester pregnancy and also my breathing changes. So it's no longer my Valhalla breathing and big core bracing. It's very different because you kind of have intra-abdominal pressure. So everything's changing. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm moving through. It's super interesting once you actually get, you know, dive into pregnancy and the implications. No, I I understand exactly what you said, but my mind went just like, holy shit. It's actually, (laughs) you've got to move into like these fucking higher reps, man. I'm like, I don't count past eight. What easy is that, right? And all of a sudden, I'm actually, really- hey, clients that are mine, you guys relate to that because if I give you more than eight reps, exactly. you guys are like, she's really gonna kill me. Supersets <laughs> of like fifteen into twelve, you know, leg extensions with two second pulls, Bulgarian, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I'm like literally getting to the end of my suicide. Welcome to my. <laughs> Fuck, man. Okay, Fuck. Just the reason why I'm saying this is because so many people get stuck on strength numbers being just on four, six, okay. eight, and you know, like hitting those. Yes, they're great numbers, you guys. But like, let me tell you, my personal favorite for performance is to get higher weight numbers on those higher reps beyond eight, which would be tens, twelves, fifteens, hell, oh even twenties. Like, because if I can fit. Uh-huh. I'm never in my, I'm never in my gym with me. <laughs> 15 to 20, <laughs> usually. I usually am like in between an eight to 12, but like, man, 15 and 20. Oh, babe. But We're I'm trying to push those 15 to 20s with that weight. I have doms. 
Oh, I know it. I know, I but you're in a different. Okay, same, same. First week, like kind of coming, and they're from- only for twenty four hours. I will caveat that first week, twenty four hours only. I'll be fine by next week, but it's a slap yeah. in the face. it is a slap in the face and it's humbling let me tell you i've been humbled these last few weeks since coming out of covid and dealing with getting myself back acclimated so and now i'm actually dealing with an actual back injury at the moment so this was out of nowhere Uh, out of the blue doing nothing literally i was doing nothing i was about to curl my hair i had to had to curl my hair for this photo shoot fuck photo shoots like i like what am i even doing photo shoots at the moment is what i even tell myself i was like what i literally this was your body my- this is your body rejecting it this it rejected it saying stephanie Bitch, what the fuck are you doing and like <laughs> and <sleep. laughs> would you just do this trying to tell you it's like stop oh. Doing all of the things. <laughs> I took the message to heart. Let me tell you. So like literally I was plugging in my curling iron and I've been the weather changing here. The allergies have been absolutely insane. So I had like the most itchiest throat that morning and I was waking up and I had this big cough, like just waking up. I had this big Whoa. cough, itchy throat. And so like, I'm just not thinking about it, not thinking much. I'm going in to plug in my curling iron to get ready for the freaking shoot. And I coughed in the middle of doing it. You don't think about it Allie right like when it happens little things oh it popped my back popped so loud my freaking lower back went out Ali. I fell wow. to the floor fell to the floor couldn't walk for two days man I oh, feel really. you because this is my whole life okay <laughs> Ali, I thought of you think like honestly, I felt so bad for you because I immediately thought of you. You came to my head, and I'm like, if this is what Allie had to deal with with a broken yeah, back, I'm like literally just completely lost sense in her left leg or right leg, yeah. whatever it is, because my whole my whole left leg went numb, like my yeah, sciatic okay, nerve just said, like boom, done, out for the day. You know what I mean? So I, I just was, wish mine only lasted two days, or I would be so happy. Oh, uh, I know. I, I okay. So let me tell you, I just couldn't walk for two days then I'm, I'm still at the point like sitting in this chair that i'm sitting in it hurts my ass right now but it's okay i'm doing it for the podcast it's no big deal you know what i mean like i'll sit here and talk to y'all but it hurts to sit it hurts to do really honestly like it hurts to lay it hurts to do anything and the only comfort i get is the floor i lay on the floor and the floor is the only thing that can make me feel comfortable so again back to these things that we're talking about doms talking about recovery talking about how you know we we, we want to feel better but doms actually put us in a worse position it puts us set as a setback rather than you know obviously propelling forward if your exercises are constantly giving you doms you are not recovering you're not eating properly you're probably not getting enough fuel you're not having an abundance amount of protein and carbohydrates to help you recover and repair those muscles but making sure too that you're actually going through the full range and stretching and doing mobility because I find that these are the things that right now at the moment are the only things I can do I can't do (laughs) absolutely any less legs i can't do really anything core stabilized like i can't do anything with stability 
uh, I could barely walk. I mean, I'm barely at the moment where I'm fine walking, oh, just God. like with a little like hunchback. You know, Ali <laughs> relates to this, okay? Like Ali gets what I'm saying. Like You're I'm totally walking with the hunchback, like kind of like Carrie makes fun of me because I'm like walking like a penguin, you know, like I'm just, you know, doing my so best funny. to recover, that but so I'm funny. focusing on stretching and mobility. That's my day-to-day, what I've done every single day since I got injured to my ability. I've been trying to go through some stretches, go through, you know, obviously just some little bit of foam rolling, a little Theragun, you know, just doing Epsom salt baths. These are all things. So anybody that's dealing with maybe a little injury or maybe or even doms longer doms that's actually kind of what yes release the tension release that soreness from the muscle and the tightness from the muscle because right now i have some lumbar lower back lumbar you know muscles that are just extremely tied up and knotted up and my sciatic nerve is really feeling it so i'm having to do a lot of different mobility exercises to release the tension release the muscles around it Uh, to make me feel better. So make sure you are doing some of these things to help you recover, such as stretching, foam rolling, Epsom salt baths, a Theragun, a massage therapist, right? Like doing some rehab work. I've even been seeing somebody to do some like cupping, you know, their grasping technique is a lot of like a scraping technique. Oh my so gosh, it's amazing, I find. It oh, hurts. it does. It hurts like hell, but it really is effective. So yeah, anyone that's yeah. willing to endure any of those type of recovery techniques, go for it. These are just, you know, some tips and things that are going to help you. But remember that DOMS aren't going to be the thing to be looking for all the time, but they are normal within a new training block phase uh, or some new exercise that you're actually trying out. Uh, Recovery tips, Allie, what are some of your favorite tips for recovery? Um, Look, for me personally, I think it's going to be about not staying stagnant. So the worst thing you can do is um, being put becoming immobile, right? That's yes. like the worst. Hundred. Right? Ding, ding, ding. Please listen moving to that, like, y'all. Light moving, light walking, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of list will help. I think cardio is not the enemy when you're sore. Oh, I think yeah. so many people are like, yeah. I can't get on this. Movement. It's the worst thing you can do, right? So I think keeping up some gentle movement i also think you know if you know you're moving into something and you're completely new to it listen to the body and pull back a little bit on your effort for the next couple of sessions until you can slowly start to increase but i think it'd also be wise to maybe look at doing some you know yin yoga and some stretch based um classes because is yoga help a hundred percent and then i think look the biggest key for this is don't just fall into that blueprint of thinking that unless it hurts, it's not good for me or it's not going to grow me, right? Don't spend your whole life chasing DOMS as the ultimate pinnacle of success for muscular gain because it's really not. And it's nope. not, there is absolutely no evidence to support that it is in any fact, in any way good for you to be having mm-hmm. that all the time. You want to be looking at the things that do matter for muscle gain, which is you know, um, my sleep quality and sleep length, my food intake being an energy balance and or slight surplus, that I'm having adequate rest days, that I'm adequately loading, that I am, you know, periodized in my training and I'm progressive in my loading. So I'm not just jumping straight into an RP of nine in my first week. You know, you kind of started an RP of 6.57 and each week you progressively work your way to an overreach week, right? end out the block 
just after an overreach with a deload, move into the next block. It's how you allow the body time to recuperate post this big smashing, this big, you know, microscopic tear, muscle damage-based overreach session. You allow it time to heal and recover before you go into the next stimulus, right? So as you get progressively more advanced, that's kind of how I would definitely approach the training. But I think, you know, Steph's right, making sure that your basics are being met, that you've got essential amino acids during your training sessions. You're taking creatine because everyone at any age, everyone any needs shape it. We of all need it. creatine for the rest of their life. We um, all need it. <laughs> so many benefits of it. Um, I think making sure you've got enough, you know, zinc and magnesium, making mm -hmm. sure that again, you are looking at full base of food, you know, so you're not just dirty bulking with all this processed crap, but you're actually making sure you're still hitting three to four serves of vegetables, two to three serves of fruit. You're hitting your micronutrients, which are important for all of the physiological functions yes. of the body, including repair recovery. So, building muscle. <laughs> yeah, you just, if you focus on those basic blueprint foundational mechanisms for growth, you stop restricting yourself and you actually get, which our last whole podcast recording was on it, get comfortable with pushing the limits of comfort, you yep. will grow. And it, you know what? We didn't mention once about having Dom's last session. <laughs> because No, we didn't not, because, you know, it's a whole topic on its own. I feel like, yeah. you know, so many people just search for the Dom's. And maybe on the other spectrum, we actually have those that don't get Dom's. Like, yeah, well, they avoid it. That they avoid it. Because exactly, they're exactly. not pushing the limits. They're yeah. not progressively loading. So if you're that person that maybe it's been like a few months, like if it's months, since you've got DOMS, you are most likely in a position where you're too comfortable with your training. So you definitely need to uptake those weights exactly. up a little bit more, maybe in your sets, in your reps and push yourself there. But if 100%. you're constantly looking for DOMS every week, you guys, please do not like that is the thing off the charts, off the window that you need to be looking for. But if you're someone that it goes months, I mean, like, several months at a time and don't okay. get doms then we're at a point where we're just holding ourselves back like and, we're and just not also, pushing ourselves you could also be at risk of you know overtraining there could be you know other oh yeah going on right you're not recovering enough Absolutely. you're doing it seven days a yeah. week you're under eating, you know, you really clearly can't recover. Um, or guess what? You're just not pushing that weight. You're not pushing maybe the training block to where it should be, meaning like you're not hitting the certain muscle groups that should be hitting. Like, let's refer to some guys. They love to just hit chest, buys and tries. And uh, like, that's just like all they hit, right? Like that's Twice like Friday. Oh yeah. Chest on Mondays, you know, Tuesdays is triceps and then like biceps on Friday, Wednesday and then Friday again. Like they don't even like, do legs. What even are our legs? Yeah. What is back and legs? They don't even do back or legs or nothing. Like it's just kind of like all anterior anyway. So it's like a different approach to training. So if maybe you're that individual that doesn't hit certain muscle groups, right. And you're not getting doms that way, just make sure you're hitting everything. No matter, even if you're only trying to grow a certain muscle, group you've got to train everything you need to train everything yeah exactly for you know overall condition and structural balance right so definitely definitely don't want to completely it's like food you don't want to remove a food group you don't want to remove a body right. everything should be yes. touched over at least at some point but i guess you know the aim of this is to say that 
Soreness in the start of a stimulus, in the start of a phase, completely normal. Oh. Soreness in an overreach and where we're really taxing ourselves, you know, yes, normal. completely normal. Soreness that goes on for Constantly. days and months and on mm-hmm. and on and doesn't progressively improve, probably going to be an issue here somewhere in there. Are a few areas that need to be addressed. For sure. Muscle growth does not rely upon, is not defined by, and is not correlated directly to mm-hmm. muscle soreness. So don't go chasing DOMS. You'll waste your growing life. You just adapt. Yeah, adapt, you get to that training phase, adapt to it, add surplus of food, add abundance of aminos. stimulus. Yes, and make sure you are having enough stimulus every time that is effective for you. Everyone's at a different stage. Everyone has different muscle. We all have different um, backgrounds as far as, you know, our athletic background, you know, so just make sure you're pushing it to your limit, not to someone else's limit, just because someone else lived 300 pounds or 150 kilos, whatever, you know, we want to think. Doesn't mean that you got to lift it, okay? Like you've got to go to your limit, to your ability and your capacity and keep tracking that. The best tip for anyone that doesn't know why they might be getting too much DOMS or not enough, let me tell you, it all becomes with tracking your weights, okay? Yes. So make sure you track those weights. You actually understand what you're lifting and start from there to where you can progressively load or maybe scale back on the amount of training you're doing. Like Ali said, you're maybe overtraining. So calculating your days, your sets, your muscle groups, how frequent you're hitting those muscle groups is going to really entail how much you're going to be recovering and getting done. So these are all things that really matter for a fitness journey for anyone that's trying to grow or going to a deficit because too much doms in a deficit is also a bad thing. So it's not just in a growing phase that we're talking about. Breaking down, breaking down Mm -hmm. too much breakage for sure. Well, I hope you guys got something good out of this one. I think some funny memes and some funny uh, you know, <laughs> stories on doms, maybe some toilet dom, da, dom, dom, dom. <laughs> would be great. If you want to share them and then tag us, I'm sure we're going to have a good giggle and share them with everyone else for a good giggle. But I think, you know, look, we'd love to hear about some of your biggest dom failures and maybe even some of the times where you've avoided doms completely because of mm. fear of pushing yourself. You do see that too, right? So you want some there. and you just want to understand where the threshold is for the good level and that it, you do not need to chase them all year round. And they, you know, junk volume Absolutely. does not equal great growth. So Mm-mm. Mm-mm. make itself. sure they're all effective reps. They're full of effort and they're intentional and in making sure you're tracking that way. You know what you're lifting, you know exactly what your RPE is. And we're going to be able to grow and not have too much excessive doms, but have enough. So enough. it's a good balance. It's a good balance to recovery. So hope you guys learn stuff about doms. I'll be reporting about how bad my doms were and how good they were oh. next week. With week well, two. let me tell you, I'm going to be getting some doms because I can't train legs right now. So when I get to train oh, legs, again, I'm going to be getting some serious doms when I get back. So Absolutely. I look forward to it, though. So y'all right, share and let us know how you guys, you know, want to see yeah. more topics. We have some really cool upcoming guests coming. I'm really excited for them. Uh, but you guys keep on sharing the podcast. I really appreciate and support, you know, obviously everything that you guys are sharing with us. And um, I love the love that you guys obviously share with us. So thank you, everyone. Amazing. Thank you, everyone. So good to see you, Steph. Bye, babe. Bye, everyone. Talk to you guys later. Adios. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Queen Divas Queens of Fitness podcast. 
Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Queen Divas Pod, on Twitter at Queen Divas 4, and follow our hosts on Instagram, Alicia at Alicia Gowans underscore WBFF Pro, and Steph at Stephanie Ayala 7. See you all next week.